The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. If people have not been listening to the EP podcast as of late, they can go back over the last couple episodes and there's a lot of fun stuff, including what I think is very relevant this week. It's amazing how we are right on top of it. Yeah. We had our brand new doctor to the Evergreen Park area. Yes. Okay. Uh, David Beckman. He, he introduced himself. He listened to the show. He asked me to come over. He sat down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar during the Mardi Gras party. And I just randomly asked him a couple questions. And I thought me asking him about, like, kids not getting vaccinated because their doctor didn't tell them that he didn't actually vaccinate him would be, right. like, the topic to ask him, right? Yeah. But when I asked him about the coronavirus, if you are afraid of the coronavirus, go back and listen to the doctor, as he said at the bar, and spoke plainly about <laughs> it. Because I just want everybody in Evergreen Park to hear that episode last week. So check out that one if you haven't heard it. Next week on the program, actually, next couple weeks, we got some big guests lined up. Next week on the program, we have the organizers of the Southside Irish Parade to come in here and give us the whole inside word before it happens. Nice. So we're going to have that happen. Amy Kazin is going to be here. There's another play going on at the Evergreen Park High School. She's going to have some of the actors and actresses in here. So we're going to go over that. And then in two weeks, Mark Marzullo, our favorite village trustee, pops back in here. And I have a laundry list of questions for him. I'm going to put them on the spot about a few things, okay? Right. So we should have a good time down here at the 9-Foot Homemade Oak Bar. This week, Glenn Paduski is going to stop by for a quick second, kind of recap what happened with the first ever Comic-Con that happened in Evergreen Park Fantasy Fest, yeah. and also tell us whether or not there'll be another one. And we're also going to hear about some of the other events that are coming up in advance. There's a few things now you start kind of planning, percolating, deciding if you want to be a part of them. Mm-hmm. He's going to give us the inside word on that. And also, Ben Belton, my Hollywood insider. Yeah. It's been a while since we've had Ben on the line. Ben works out in L.A. He works with all the movie stars. We're going to talk to him about some of his latest encounters with people. He constantly is bumping into them and having these uh, weird stories <laughs> that uh, pop up out of it. And then he also has some inside dope on some movies and why the guy who was in charge of Disney and Disney Plus is not there anymore yeah, and all that other stuff. So we're going to ask him about that. How was your weekend? My weekend was good. My mama was here from Louisiana and my stepdad. Yeah. And they had hadn't been to our new house yet since we bought it. So it was very exciting. They finally got to see our house. I like how you brought her by the house too. You brought her by my house. Yes, I did. She you brought wanted her to, see to the my bar. house for a tour of my basement. Yes. She wanted to see the bar and she wanted to see the kids. She wanted she to see what everything was, right. Little one. She had never met Nick. She wanted to see who Nick was, the yeah. kid that tells me he's gonna murder me yes. while he's eating his peas. Yes. Yes. Okay. She wanted to meet him. She wanted to see him. She wanted to see like what does a little what does a four year old mass murderer look like? That's what she wanted to see. And she thought he was adorable. Of course she did. <laughs> perfect disguise. Oh, yeah, he's in the perfect disguise when he's down here. And I thought what was great is that while you're showing her the bar, you started taking pictures off my walls. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. What? Taking pictures? You took pictures off my, we took three pictures off my walls while she was here. You were taking pictures off the wall to walk over and show her while I was talking. Yes. Like, check out this picture. And then you went and hung them back up. Yes. Well, I was. You must feel really comfortable down here. You're like, I'm just taking pictures off the walls. I was laughing to myself. I put it right back. I know you did. But I was like, (laughs) did she just take a picture off my wall? Is she pulling decor off the wall to show her? I mean, yeah. thank God you didn't take down the big giant uh, Coors Light snowboard and show it to her. I don't know if I could have gotten it back up there over the top of the bar. I don't think I could have gotten that one down. <laughs> <laughs>
It is now time for your EP Word on the Street, brought to you this week by Westgate Music School. If there's an instrument you want to play, Westgate's going to teach it to you. Get your first four lessons for only $60. Visit westgatemusicschool.com. The Evergreen Park Library is offering an SAT practice test this Saturday, March 7th, 9 a.m. until 12.30 p.m. It is a free, full-length practice test to help teens prepare for the actual exam. Those same kids may be interested in the program college grants, scholarships, and loans next Tuesday, March 10th at 6.30 p.m. at the library, where experts from my college planning team will reveal mistakes to avoid in the college planning process that can add thousands of dollars to the cost of your next level of education. District 124 Board of Education is encouraging parents now to register their children as early as possible for kindergarten. This is for the 2020-2021 school year. Yeah, it's already upon us. Registration taking place at the Administrative Center, 2929 West 87th Street on March the 10th and 12th from 1 p.m. until 7 p.m. And then also on March the 13th from 1 p.m. until 5 p.m. That's your word on the street. This is the EP Podcast. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. You got hit by uh, a car today, right? Yeah, tell me, by, tell me the story. by an SUV. I, I text Anna and I'm like, what time are you coming over tonight? And she's like, uh, I'm, I'll be over a little bit later on. By the way, I got hit on 355. What happens now? Tell me, well, tell me the story. I was just driving. I was in the center lane. I was going northbound on 355. I was near Ogden. I was like 10 minutes away from work. And due to the right of me at Ford Explorer... It's always some dude to the right. Just started drifting over, like or a dude to the left. You know, like right. I'm just coming over. So he just he just decided he was changing lanes. I was lanes. clearly, yeah, it's clearly in his blind spot. But he spot. didn't see you. He didn't see me. He didn't check. So we're both going 75, and he is just right up against me. I can hear like the cars scratching each oh, other. Oh, he hit your car, so he's scratching your car. Yeah, he's pushing me. Did you like my so car is getting pushed to the left? Did he make contact with you before you realized that he was there? Is that what happened? No. All of a sudden, like there's a car, there's like an SUV, like pushing me like out of my lane, like literally physically on my passenger side. So did, like, I mean, did, did you get over in the other lane? Or well, no? the the scary part was like that was okay. You know, I didn't freak out about that until I looked to my left, and in the left lane, there's another car also going about 70, 75 miles an hour. And I am being pushed into that car. Then you break. You just break at that point to get well, out of that, right? I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. So I'm just yelling in my car. I'm just yelling at this guy to stop. I'm just yelling, stop, stop. He can't hear you. You're going 75 miles an hour with the windows up. I know. Why didn't that's I what just, the horn why, is for. That's what the horn. Why didn't I lay on the horn? But you but didn't do that. No. You just allowed this to continue to happen. I just yelled. <laughs> this all happened in like three seconds. Okay. And then the car to the left. This had to be terrifying. It was. Okay. The car to the, because we're steady going. Uh, the car to the left, thankfully, like, I'm 
pu- getting pushed over into their he's lane. He's watching you screaming. Yeah. And he's like, well, I should get out of her way because yeah. she doesn't know. She's not doing anything here. <laughs> and I'm getting pushed into right. his lane. She's so going to drive move. into me. Right. Okay. <laughs> so thankfully, he was able to swerve off into the shoulder. I love how the guy was hitting your car and pushing it and doesn't realize he's doing it. I was just like, what the? I mean, this happened in like three seconds. Okay. You know, you're, a lot can happen. In th- you can push Clearly. the car pretty yeah. far in three seconds. Three seconds, yeah. Going that fast. Thankfully, like... He backed away, and then I pulled over, then he pulled over, and he knew he was, you know, he was in the wrong. Real nice guy, real friendly guy. He does, like, training for SWAT teams or something like that. Really? Yeah, he had this jacket on with his badge. It said, like, instructor with all these weapons on it. So that was was scary, like, getting hit, but the speed, because all this was happening while we were just zooming along. And then this other car to my left, for those three seconds, you know, it seemed like it took 20 minutes, but I'm not sure if, if, if is this car going to get out of the way or am I going to be You're sandwiched? in an action movie today. You're in an action movie. There was a car crash. A guy really got out was. wearing a SWAT team outfit. I mean, you were in yeah. an action movie today. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And I lived. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of action movies, Ben Belton's going to talk about some action. We got some James Bond coming out soon. Some yeah. other movies. We're going to talk to him next. It's the EP Podcast found everywhere. Podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. It's the perfect time of year. Somewhere far away from here. I feel fine enough, I guess. Considering everything's a mess There's a restaurant down the street Where hungry people like to eat I could walk but I'll just drive It's colder than it looks outside like a dream you try to remember but it's gone When you try to scream but it only comes out as a yawn When you try to see the world beyond your front door Take your time as a way to rhyme You're gonna make you smile When you try to root my guy to smile It'll take a while just to try to figure out what all this is for Joining me on the phone line right now from way out in California. I hope you have your mask on and you're hiding from the coronavirus out there. Ben Belton's on the phone line with me. How are you, Ben? Oh, I'm good. You, we all know those masks don't work, right? No, they none have of to it be works. The big ones, they have to be the big ones that look like uh, the ones from Star Wars or something like Gwyneth that. Gwyneth Paltrow put yeah. an Instagram of herself uh, with a mask on because she was flying to Paris. And she was in that movie Contagion. And she made a big deal like, I've already been in this movie. And immediately, like, somebody beat me to the comment because right away I wanted to say the same thing. Like, you know, you only lasted five minutes in that movie. Like, she right. dies right away in the movie. Right. I don't even think that's a spoiler. Like, she dies of the contagion. Like, she's like patient zero. Kind of missed the mark on that joke there, Gwyneth. Yeah, and it, it also reminds me, I see people wearing them on the train, and it literally looks like somebody put a tissue paper over their mouth. And, like, you really think that's going to work? And no. there's all these news. Yeah, no, yeah there's work. all these news articles that are coming out there saying, yeah, most of these masks are, you know, the large majority of them are ineffective. It's like, okay, great. You're wearing them for fashion. Those look great too. Well, let's talk about (laughs) some place where you can go and catch yourself a virus in a crowded room full of people. And that's the movie theater. There's a bunch of movies coming out. (laughs) And if you're not a hypochondriac, you might want to go and see them. Uh, One of them that I'm looking forward to mainly because I love the first one so much. And now I saw one of the little preview clips and it shows John Krasinski in the movie. So they're going to do flashbacks, it looks like, to explain what happened before the movie A Quiet Place in A Quiet Place 2. 
So it looks like it's going to be like one of those things that like if you wanted to see the extended version of this world that A Quiet Place was based on, A Quiet Place 2 is going to take you there, and I'm kind of pumped about it. Yeah, the trailers have really done a lot to pump up this movie, and now they're projecting that it's going to do better than the first one just because the, the first one was a slow build. It just kept building and building word of mouth where people were going to see it and became this huge box office hit. Well, now that it's got all this go, going for it, they're projecting it's going to do probably over 60 million the first week, um, you know, just here domestically. And that is included international. And um, it looks like, you know, again, it's going to it's going to move into a different part of the storytelling process. And, and the trailers have really done a lot to, to to build the hype for it as well. Is this like an unintentional, like multiple movie thing that this has turned into? Like, is it possible that John Krasinski was going to he wrote this movie, right, and directed it? And now all of a sudden it turns out that he's basically going to have like a franchise on his hands because if this one goes big, you know, they'll make a third one. Right. Yeah. And it's going well for the studio and the studio is was needing some wins because they had some properties that didn't do as well. And so as a result, you're seeing uh, him getting a lot of other deals and a lot of other things that he's working on as a result of this. But, you know, if this one follows with expectations, it's going to be, you're definitely going to see a, probably a third and a fourth one. And I, I, I suspect that it's just not a question of if it's a question of when. Another movie that's going to be coming out here soon is the next James Bond, No Time to Die. Uh, I hear it's going to be super long, but I will tell you this. Uh, my son asked me about James Bond, maybe like two weeks ago. And he was like, can we watch a James Bond film? Because he wasn't feeling well. So I went through and I'm like, well, we, it depends on where you want to start, big guy. And I was explaining it and I was like, you'll probably like it if we start with the, the, the more recent ones, right? So I was like, we're going to start with the Daniel Craig ones. And we went with the first Daniel Craig one and he fell in love with it. And now he's watched like all the Daniel Craig movies. And I'm like, that one for a young preteen and the teenage boys, if you got one of those out there, they're probably going to love this movie. Yeah, this movie's interesting because you're going to start to see the franchise build. And they're introducing Lashana Lynch, who was in Captain Marvel, and she's going to be this double O. And there is talk that they're going to spin off. They're not only going to cast a new James Bond because it's scheduled to be Daniel Craig's last one, but they're going to get they're going to essentially develop two channels for doing movies out of that. And so you're going to start to see female agents, female double O agent. Yeah. You're going to see her have a franchise, and then you're going to see someone after this one, because this is supposed to be a swan song for him. That's why apparently it was the, the cut was over three hours long, and the studio said you have to lessen it. So now it's at 245, but that will make it the longest one in James Bond history. Let's switch to some streaming service stuff, because Bob Iger's out at Disney. Disney Plus, I have it, but after I got through The Mandalorian, I've had a very difficult time finding something to latch onto to watch, but they got me because I signed up for a year to save a couple of bucks. What are we hearing about the next Mandalorian? What are, what are they going to be putting on there soon that's going to catch my interest because there's not enough in my mind, except for once you get by the old movies, there's not enough for me, and why is Bob Iger out? That's a lot, Ben, but I'm throwing it all at you. <laughs> Bob Iger was facing some problems because um, the Disneyland Shanghai was not is not doing well or the Disney property in Shanghai is not doing well and some of the other um, properties are not doing great. In addition to that, he's also dealing with like they, you know, they had some flops last year with some of the movies they've had. Um, there were some issues with the rollout of Netflix. So I think he, a little bit of it was he was under fire Okay. Um, and I, I think I, I don't think the numbers look as grand as as they want you to believe. And I think that's probably because I think 
I think if he had stayed a lot longer, then there would have been calls for him to leave oh, as really? opposed to, yeah, because that, that's my understanding of the situation. I don't know if it's correct or not, but that's what I've heard. You know, but uh, there's some talk that uh, the new CEO um, is going to help with some, make some more of the things profitable that perhaps were maybe not as strong of points for, for Iger. That said, as far as the, what's going on with Disney+, Plus, there's a lot of great shows that are coming now. The Mandalorian essentially blew everyone away. Everybody was thrilled with it. The fans were thrilled. The, the viewership was great. And so they're in pretty quick order turning it over, and it's going to return in October. What's cool about it is they're bringing on all this A-list talent to direct you know, these episodes. So Robert Rodriguez, who, of course, is from Sin City and recently Alita. And then you've got James Mangold, who just recently directed Ford versus Ferrari, as well as several other films, Wolverine and, and Logan. He's coming in to, to do some directing work as well as Bryce Dallas Hallard. So they've got some incredible people lined up for it. All right, Ben, I do it at the end of every interview. I don't know if you're ever prepared for it. Give me your most recent celebrity encounter or sighting that you had walking through the mean streets of Hollywood. Um, well, the, the most exciting one was William Shatner. You saw Shatner? So I, I not only saw Shatner, I talked to Shatner. You and Shatner had a conversation. And I have to be careful how I say that because it might sound profane if I say it in the, in the wrong way. For obvious reasons, people know. Um, but yeah, I was uh, going in to get a watch fix and I walk into the store and, and there, there was a, a guy that was in front of me and I didn't recognize him. And the, the, the guy that was behind the counter was like, oh, well, hold on a second. You know, you've gotta, uh, I've, I've got to help this guy out. And then this guy starts talking. I said, gosh, his voice sounds familiar. And I'm, of course, not paying attention to who it is. And all of a sudden, I, I realized about halfway through the conversation, which I also somehow inadvertently got in on talking about watches, he entered the conversation. And uh, I was like, that's William Shatner. And then sure enough, he turns around and he's very friendly, very nice. And yeah, that was my... Did you eventually tell him you knew who he was? Like, oh, Mr. Shatner? Or did you just have like a normal conversation with him? I, I, I tend to not acknowledge... You don't tell them, them like I know who you are. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't. And, and I guess earlier that You're week, slick, I should. Ben. I like that. I like that you don't well, do that. Well, I, I, you know, I mean, some of them, you know, if you meet somebody that's like been a legend to you, like a comedy person or, or a musician or somebody, there's sometimes people like, oh, I've, I've been a huge fan of yours for a while. But most of the time, you're just having a regular conversation peer to peer. So Right. About watches. Yeah. About with, watches. With, with yeah. Captain Kirk. But ironically, and then you asked this question, so I'm going to follow it up. I, earlier that week, I had seen Vanna White having lunch. Um, she was sitting right across from me at the table across from me. So I, I smiled and said hello to her, but I didn't, uh, you know, I was, I was shocked. I said, well, I, met, I saw or met two TV, TV legends in a week. I love it. You live the life, Ben. You're out well, there. You're living the life. You know, eventually we'll be able to recognize any of them because you're all going to be wearing masks. So, you know, I mean, that's true. Every, yeah. Every, yeah. Everybody's going to have a mask on. That's not going to protect them from the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's Ben Belton. Ben, I appreciate you coming on the show this week. Awesome. Thank you. It's that time of year. We're on a Friday night. You're looking for a fish fry. Where would you rather go than the place with Island attitude and a local latitude? I'm talking about the red palm where every Friday morning they're buying the fish fresh, never frozen. And then when you order it, that's when they're hand rolling it inside of the perfect breading. We're talking fresh lake perch, fresh walleye pike filet, Atlantic cod, shrimp, calamari, catfish, Maryland style crab cakes, 
with homemade tartar sauce and coleslaw and all the fixins. Sit down in their local island atmosphere, get a cold drink from their full bar, and kick back on a Friday night. And remember, for your non-fish options, Red Palm has an incredible menu put together by Chef Mario and cooked in a beautiful wood fire oven. As the weather warms up, it's time for that island atmosphere. The Red Palm at 3020 West 95th Street. Island attitude, local latitude. So how was the workout tonight? It was good. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah? You, you guys went up the core? You did your... You did your did, I, I, I got I think so I said this on the sweaty sh- tonight. I said this on the show before that Hannah and my wife Erica go up there every night before... This is like a become a regular thing now. Oh, what Thursday we do is nights. they go and they do core. Then they come over here and we record a good section of the show, okay? And Because I'm not sitting down and doing the show on a Sunday. I just, you know, we, no. Sunday's for family and I'm, just, I'm not recording it on Sunday unless there's some sort of an event that I might add something in or, or, or kind of touch it up a little bit on Sundays. But I'm finishing it before Sunday. So we sit down and we do the show after you get back from your workout at Core Fitness and Physical Therapy and then it, the wine bottles open up. Yes. And and then it becomes a party. And that's pretty much how the progression of everything goes, right? This is Thursday night in the EP. <laughs> Thursday night. You no, know, I'm looking at the website right now because I wanted to bring it up while you were talking about yeah. this because I was like, oh, I'll say something nice about them. Are you kidding me? What? They mean they have massage therapy. What's massage therapy? Have you tried that <gasps> yet? What are you girls have, doing over there? Every, like, it's like a big had, party. It sounds like you go to a club have on Thursday Have you ever Thursday had therapeutic nights. massage? It hurts. You're crying. Really? <laughs> it's for when your your muscles are really sore and you have those terrible knots and it's limiting your mobility. You need to get those deep muscles worked out. It okay. is not a pleasure. Those are not pleasurable. You're supposed to feel Swedish better afterwards massage. though, right? But it's worth it. And then you you go do the thing where you hang from the, the ceiling, right? Yes. When do you do that? What day do you Thursday do Thursday nights. Thur- so that's what, tonight is hang we from hung, the ceiling night. Yeah, hang from the ceiling night. So you hang from the ceiling, get all whipped up, you come back here, you do the podcast, you have a couple glasses of wine, and you two girls are like off to the races. Yes. Like one of these nights, I'm just going to record you two at the bar after the wine has been drank. Can you imagine what it's going to be like when we're retired? <laughs> <laughs> we're doing this now. <laughs> well, I'm going to give a quick plug to them and then we'll move on. Core Fitness and Physical Therapy. Uh, has uh, men's Pilates classes now. Men can be in any class they want right. to. They, they They're all have, mixed have, gender classes, but they have classes. one just for men in case you're like nervous about doing it. They have women's health classes now. Erica's talked about that in previous programs, I yeah, believe. The prenatal, where, yeah, prenatal, yeah. Do the prenatal and the postnatal care and everything like that. Check them out at 2940 West 95th Street, right in Evergreen Park, 708-422-0990 for core fitness and physical therapy. Look at all those people. In this great suburb, driving down 95th and Ked Z. What a great place. It's called Evergreen Park, but we know it better as the EP. We're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP Podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP Podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast. Evergreen Park.
Glenn Panuski joining me down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. It's only been a couple of weeks, but you you wanted to stop by because you wanted to give everybody a recap of Fantasy Fest. Oh, recap, and then we got some things coming up. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, you brought me more than just that. I did indeed. I'm I'm a font of information, so that's <laughs> you know. Uh, but no, you we had a great time uh, last Saturday, the twenty second, with Fantasy Fest, the first first annual Fantasy Fest. And then we had our administrators. You went down, because I heard your last uh, podcast, you were down there with uh, Tommy Jakupczyk and uh, Andrew Kenny. They were running the D- Dungeons & Dragons uh, area. That thing was full the whole the whole afternoon. Uh, then we had a fellow named Steve Swan, who was an Evergreen Park resident. He was doing board games, just adult board games. You know, I don't, well, don't want to say adult board games. Yeah, when you say adult regular, board games, it sounds creepy. Regular games that weren't <laughs> Dungeons & Dragons related, you know. And then, uh, you know, Brianna and Mooney and Natalie Danilos, of course, were heading up the little cosplay uh, section there, a little discussion. They did some panels, but mainly it was a discussion group. That worked out real well. The vendors, we had um, Aliana's Aviary Assets. Eval Chicago, they had a bunch of apparel. We had Ever Fluorescent. They were in the corner opposite you. She had all that real nice yes, fluorescent yes. art. And then we had. She was dressed fluorescently. She was indeed, you yes. know. And then we had a, a guy named Rocky Sodin. I think that's how he says his last name. He was our comic book guy. Right. Uh, we had Heather Altina, who had some small crocheted crocheted fantasy items. I even got myself a little crocheted baby Yoda. Then we had a lady named Barb Wassenaar. She had some. Miniature D&D fairy items. She did very, very well. And then our friend Julius Fassett, who I'll talk about in a little bit, he had a lot of Ren Faire kind of crocheted stuff, you know. So you were happy with it? We were, you, you know. You were happy with it? It's going to come back next year. It, well, we had... Bigger pi- and better and... We're going to... We had talked More adult board games. We, yeah, right. right. We had actually talked maybe about moving it to the community center next year, but I'm thinking I like the venue we were in. I think it kind of is a cool venue I for what you're doing. One of the guys had said that he had he liked the fact that we had stuff going on on stage. Right. While they were there, you know, so it just it created a better flow. But uh, And the best thing, if I could just read this, we had a girl uh, came in as a cosplayer. It was her first one ever. And she came in all kind of nervous and all that, and... She made friends immediately, and then she wrote something on her uh, Instagram, and I won't give her Instagram name, but what she said was, Today was amazing. There was a small event near where I live, and words don't describe how happy I am right now. I caught up with a friend I haven't seen in forever. I played D&D for the first time, and I won second place in the cosplay contest. All in all, today was a great day, and I cannot wait till next year. Based on that, we won. Yeah, you're you know happy what I mean? with that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kids were happy. It's a good thing. But we have a few things coming up. Yeah, what do you got coming up? Saturday night, March 7th at the Senior Center at 7.30, two noisy nights. Now, this is that fellow, Julius Fassel, who was there at the, uh, at the fest. He and his partner, they do Renaissance comedy up at the uh, Bristol Ren Fair. It's family. Okay. A lot of fun, too. The, the kids would enjoy it. And the tickets for that are on sale right now over at the community center, or you can come right to the door. Okay. And uh, that, so that's Saturday night, March 7th. And then we are in rehearsal on the Sound of Music School Edition. That opens up Friday, May 1st for a couple of weekends. I'm sure I'll be back to talk that. You've got some, time. yeah, that, that's so. a big production that you're doing over there yeah, right now. Yeah, it's like two, two weekends, two of like weekends, three nights casts, on each of them. Yeah, right, two yeah, different two casts. casts so, yeah, yeah, so beginning of May, there'll be a lot of Sound of Music going on right, around here. Yeah. Know. And then in a little bit, uh, the, the date escapes me, but I could come down here again. Uh, I know the uh, rec department has their Easter happenings okay. uh, coming up, probably the weekend before Easter. I always find the giant bunny to be freaky. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, but, but don't, Santa's not freaky. Don't tell you the know, kids, but that's just the, the, the a high school giant kid bunny, in that Giant costume. bunny is like a scary thing. Like, when you see that 
bunny car, that bunny walking around. You're just kind of right. like, that's, that's not normal. Right. And no one needs to know it's a 15-year-old girl inside that costume. Well, you just gave it away. Her, well, that's You well, just gave it know. away now, which even makes it weirder Kids, cover your ears. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Southsiders, are you White Sox fans? The number one most downloaded White Sox podcast, according to podbean.com, is Socks in the Basement, and it's part of the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. Insider interviews, stat breakdowns, and coverage year-round. Join me and my buddy Dave and all kinds of great guests each and every week for 30 Minutes of Socks. It's found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things? When Tom Walsh is nearby, he's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy. And he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. What kind of toothbrush do you use? I use a Arm & Hammer spin brush. So you use one of these things where you put the battery yes, in. Yes, it's a Everybody battery Everybody uses one. these things now with the batteries yeah. in, right? Dave's I, has a charge. He uses the Oral-B something. You got to charge it. His is fancier than mine. So you guys have different types. Yeah. See, in my house, it's he whatever my wife can sale. find. It's whatever my wife can find that's at a good price. Okay. So I don't even know which kind I'm using, but she went out and bought new ones, and they're those things that come with the little battery. Okay. And, you know, eventually the battery runs out and you toss this thing. She bought two of them. She asked me to pick a color. I picked a color. She took the other one. Hers died within three days. Uh-oh. And so, of course, like, I have one that works perfect. I keep telling her, I'm like, this is the best one ever. Can you find this brand again? <laughs> she's like, it's not, mine doesn't even work. Like, after three days, it's out. You know? Like, she's got it stuck in the on position. The thing, like, never works at all. Like, she just absolutely, like, hates the toothbrush. So, today, I'm walking around the house. You know, I hear this noise. And she's like, I'm like, what's this? And she goes, the guy next door has been out there all day long. Keeps using the snowblower because it's snowing. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. She's like, he was doing it at five o'clock in the morning. You woke up, woke up your daughter. I'm like, five o'clock in the morning? She's like, yeah, I heard him from the bed. And then like, like this morning at like eight o'clock, he was back out there again because she was working from home. And I was like, all right. And then she's like, and now he's out there again. Like, how many times are you going to snowblow? I mean, how is snow isn't falling that fast? She's all aggravated about it, right? So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's trying to do like the neighbors or something like that. Like, I'm curious now. Okay. So I walk over and I throw open the shades to my daughter's room. And as I walk over to my daughter's room where I can hear it's coming from that side of the house and I'm opening up the shades, I'm looking out and he isn't there. I realize that it's not coming from my daughter's room. It's coming from behind me now. That's really weird. So I'm like, is it the other neighbors? Is it a weird thing? So then I walk over to the other side of the house. I look out that window towards that neighbor. And there's nothing going on. And it's behind me again. <laughs> and I'm like, where is this snowblower? And I'm like, are you sure it's a snowblower? She's like, yeah, it's a snowblower. She's like insistent. It's a snowblower. It's a snowblower. It's a snowblower. As I'm walking by the bathroom, I go, wait a minute. I walk in. Here's the toothbrush. It turned itself <gasps> back on again. Are you? 
toothbrush turns toothbrush is now randomly turning itself on and off on the counter. <laughs> that damn guy with the snowblower. <laughs> another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. She's really short. Like she's she looks tall on camera, but they I guess they must she's all of maybe five foot tall. Oh, they must shoot her from the ground when she's on the show. Yeah, she's it's like crazy. five she's like five foot tall and um I mean she's like just teeny tiny and she's Jack is shorter than her, isn't he? I, I thought he was, but yeah. I mean she's I think what they do is just put tall platform heels on her and that's but she is she was short and she looks the same though. I mean, she absolutely is still very, you know, very beautiful and very, very friendly and was, you know, very nice. And a lot of people, um, you know, were approaching her in the restaurant and stuff like that. And she was, you know, signing autographs and stuff. I mean, of course I wasn't going to, but like, I was just like, she looked over at her table and I just like, I, we just like waved at her. It's like, all right. <laughs> hey, Vanna, okay. how are you? If hey, Vanna, what's going not, on? We're not, like, not going to get an autograph. She's probably sitting there thinking to herself, like, what? These people don't want an autograph? Like, she's probably yeah, she's like, what's their problem? What's their, what's problem? their problem? What, they don't like yeah, me? Like, what the heck? The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.